Blog Talk Radio. Good morning, everyone. This is Johnny Tan, author of From My Mama's Kitchen, Food for the Soul, Recipes for the Living. Welcome to From My Mama's Kitchen Talk Radio Show. My guest for this morning is Michael McAdams. Michael and his late mom, Wilma Jean Jones, co-authored a powerful book with messages from the spiritual realm titled, An Angel Told Me So, wisdom that speaks to the heart of humanity during challenging times. Michael and I will be having a conversation about his remarkable life's journey and his collection of teachings on universal truth, offering proof of divine existence beyond the physical, assuring readers you're not alone. Good morning, Michael. Welcome to From My Mama's Kitchen Talk Radio. How are you doing this morning? I'm fine, Johnny. Thank you for having me on your show. Wonderful. It is a pleasure to have you on the air with me. And Angel Told Me So is extremely insightful and very powerful Thank you for taking the time to compose and share this treasure trove of comfort, validation, and heartfelt book with all of us. So congratulations on this release. Well, thank you very much, Johnny. These, these messages and teachings are, are some of the most profound and deep personal teachings that I have ever read, and I've been involved in, in spiritual material for over 30 years. Mm-hmm. So it's mm-hmm. my, my honor to be able to represent this material. Wonderful. Let us start by getting to know you a little bit better. Please give us a quick walkthrough of your life from childhood to the present moment. Well, I was uh, I was brought up in uh, in a, a religious household, a Pentecostal mm-hmm. church. My uh, uncle was a fiery Pentecostal preacher by the name of John W. Sullivan. He had founded a number of churches. My grandmother was called to the ministry when she was 30 years old. And I remember that she would say that she would receive sermons dictated to her mind that she would preach in church, and she would receive verses to songs that she would put to music and sing in church. And when I was young, she would say that God had spoken to her heart and given her this information. And that's the perspective that most people of of religious, of faith-based foundation will interpret the reception of messages and teachings that they receive. As we get older, we become more spiritual than religious, most of us, Mm -hmm. and we realize that there really are spirit guides, spirit teachers, angels, if that's your perspective, that present information to us that will guide us and direct us uh, and help us along our way. Very, very interesting. So when you were growing up, you were fairly in the closed system in a way because that pretty much Sunday best, Sunday school, that kind of stuff. So what life's epiphany initiated the shift from religion to spirituality? It wasn't so much an epiphany as just a gradual realization. Mm-hmm. I, I went to Sunday school, and I had the association with, you know, with my family. Mm-hmm. But once I got to about 14, 15 years old, I kind of drifted away from the church. You have that foundation of faith. Right. And, but I just, I just always felt that there had to be more. Even when I was young, sitting in, in church, and would hear some of the sermons that were being preached, I, I just had doubts. And I thought, well, that mm-hmm. doesn't sound right. But as I, uh, as I grew older, uh, I started investigating um, you know, various, mm-hmm. various um, um, disciplines. 
I would uh, be always led to a book. And on my website, spiritspeaks.com, it says, when the student is ready, a teacher mm-hmm. will appear. And that was most appropriate for me because as I walked my path, as, as we all walk our journey, mm-hmm. you're led to a person, event, a book, a, a radio show like yours, where you will be informed of people that will take you the next step, that will always be there for that next step. And it's just, you know, when the student is ready, a teacher will appear. And I talk to a lot of people each day and uh, sometimes just even customer service people with various Mm -hmm. uh, companies. And they'll say, you know, I was meant to take this call today. You were, you know, (laughs) I needed to hear this. And it's either that or I will share some information and they'll say, well, you must be telling the truth because I just got chills. (laughs) Very, very interesting. And one of the things that over the years, if nothing else, respectfully, if I could share in the sense that uh, it goes both ways. You know, as you as you give, you receive as well. Uh, and I coined it as joy. You know, it's, it, you're not expecting anything in return, but there's a certain special feeling inside, don't you think? Oh, I agree. I agree. Anytime that you can share information that will help some along, help someone along their way, or offer them comfort or insight, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. that's one of the one of the main things that these messages and teachings offer is insight. And it's insight into the fact that we're not alone, that there is a spiritual realm outside this physical plane. And I, I, there is no death. It's just graduation. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, you you mm-hmm. never really die. It's just a continuation. Mm-hmm. And the information that will confirm that is available in An Angel Told Me So. Wonderful, wonderful. Now, you have obviously, in the end... You know, we all live our lives accordingly, right? So you were in the U.S. military, and you were actually stationed overseas. Do you feel that your time with the U.S. Army and being stationed in Germany contributed to your spiritual success? It wasn't really until I got out of the Army. I had mm-hmm. always been interested in a number of things, but uh, you know, being in the Army is distracting. My, my job over there, I was fortunate. I actually worked in an office in a headquarters in, in Europe, yeah. and my family, my uh, wife and daughter had come over. I had a second daughter that was born in Germany. But it wasn't until I got out of the Army that I started mm-hmm. really investigating. I would go to a number of psychic fairs. I was interested mm-hmm. in psychic fairs. I... Um, was always led, again, you know, mm-hmm. was led to another book or another event. And I eventually ended up, uh, had a table to a group called Psychic World in Cincinnati. And I did mm-hmm. psychic readings for about a year and a half. Mm-hmm. I did psychometry. And I could hold rings, watches, keys, anything that carried a person's vibration. And I would get messages for that person. And I believe that it's something that, that we're all capable of doing. It's really mm-hmm. just a matter of relaxing your mind and just and just tuning in, like the old radios where you'd tune a dial and just center <laughs> your signal and get the strongest signal you can get. If you can if you can learn right. how to do that with your mind mm-hmm. and just feel the incoming thoughts that are that are uh, giving us information and advising us, it's something that I believe we're all born with. It's an innate ability that we're born with and capable of. That's true, though. I mean, we don't realize it, but you're right. The uh, 
sound waves or whatever you want to call it, radio waves or image waves that are in the air right now besides H2O. <laughs> and are we dialing on the correct frequency to gather those information? That's the but, challenge. Well, we all, we all have our own personal thought system, like mm-hmm. a little mini solar system within our minds. Mm-hmm. And that thought system is built up of everything that we have ever experienced, done, uh, read, heard. And all of the thoughts that we think comprise that thought system. And for anyone who is wanting to be able to get into contact with their own spirit guides or spirit teachers, mm-hmm. they need to make that that willingness known. And then they need to be able to relax their mind. Some people do meditation. It's not required. Mm-hmm. It's not a requirement. It will help you clear your mind. Mm-hmm. But if you can relax your mind and just tune in and feel the subtle feel of an incoming thought. But any time that you do relax your mind and make yourself available to incoming information, you always want to establish a filter, a filter of protection. Mm -hmm. There may be evil and negativity floating around out there. It does not have to exist for you. And Mm -hmm. any thoughts that come into your mind that you did not think and that you don't want there you can reject and discard and send them somewhere else. Mm-hmm. It's your very, very thought system. The thing that I always hear is this, like when someone get into that zone, so to speak, right? I'm trying to connect. However, the first thing that comes to mind sometimes, it sort of validates what you're trying to do, right? And then the next thing that comes is, is that my ego is speaking to me to validate <laughs> That's what I'm supposed to do. And I think that's that that seesaw uh, situation, so to speak. The -hmm. best way to deal with that is to apply Mm -hmm. an affirmation. I would imagine that most of your listeners know Mm -hmm. what an affirmation is, a statement of positive intent. Mm -hmm. And you you can apply an affirmation and ask for protection. And years ago, so long ago that I don't really even remember when it was given to my mind, Mm-hmm. I I was given an affirmation, and it said, let no thoughts, ideas, or information be made known to my mind that does not come from God or his direct representatives. That's that is beautiful. my filter. Wow. That's, that's what I was given, and that's my filter. And yeah. anyone is welcome to I, – I give that to your audience. Anyone is welcome to yeah. use that, and let that be your protection, your filter – so that anything that comes through and, – and again, there, there can be negative thoughts. Thought, well, that's not my right. thought. I didn't think that. There's no reason right. for that to even be in my mind. So right. you isolate it and discard it, and you, you keep your thought system clean. Very, very interesting. When did you first experience the ability – I know you mentioned about touching objects and reading someone's vibration. I know you mentioned about – sort of a a gradual process, but when was the first experience that like, whoa, this is something unique and different, or how does that feel and so forth? Well, I've always felt the ability to read people, and I think a Mm -hmm. lot of us read people. Um, Mm -hmm. It's not, you know, you think about someone and then they call five seconds later. (laughs) And I used to do that with my mother. I do that with my daughter. I do that with a number of people. And they'll say something, well, I knew you were going to say that. (laughs) <laughs> and mm-hmm. that's the way it works. So for me, it, it's it's like for the longest time, even when I was young, 
Mm-hmm. I, w- I would just be be given information, be be told things in my mind, and you don't really identify it with spirit guides and spirit teachers at, until you get older and you realize that this this these messages and teachings, as you said in the beginning, mm-hmm. not only is this proof, real proof, that a spiritual realm exists outside this physical plane, but here are communications in the form of these messages and teachings dictated from spirit teachers who inhabit the realm. I mean, mm-hmm. that, that's just an amazing concept to me. And, you know, for thousands of years, man has wondered whether or not there really was you know, a realm or an existence or a continuation on the other side of this physical plane. An angel told me so in these messages and teachings is proof that that spiritual right. realm exists. Right. This is interesting. You know, your grandmother, your mom, and you obviously felt connected in terms of with the spirit world and so forth, and there's communication going on. How about your two sisters? Actually, uh, my uh, the one sister is a flight mm-hmm. attendant with Delta based out of Cincinnati, and mm-hmm. she leans more toward church and religion and faith. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, my uh, other sister also is more of a faith-based foundation. I was kind of the only one that that you know really took off in the spiritual mm-hmm. realm, mm-hmm. and but they they accept all of this. They believe and and they know and they were. They were copied on a lot of these messages and teachings as Wilma Jean right. received these. When when she was led to sit down and receive, I mean, she had received and thought. And even when she was young, she said that she would be doing dishes at the kitchen, not really thinking about anything. And these right. teachings would come into her mind, and she would just listen as she was doing the dishes. And then when it would stop, she'd look around and say, well, that was really good. This was long before she started writing anything down or attributed it to spirit guides or spirit teachers. Yeah. But when she was led, when she was was just actually so impressed to sit down and receive these messages and teachings, she had set up an electric typewriter in her kitchen. And when she was led to sit down and receive, she would light a candle, say a prayer, ask for protection because you are opening your mind. Right. And she said she would see three or four words just float into her mind and hang there. And they would not go away until she typed them. Once she typed those three or four words, they would just fade away, and three or four more would show up. And that's how she got these messages and teachings. And it would take three to four hours to get a message. She would get a message mm-hmm. for her and a message for me in the same session that would mm-hmm. take three to four hours to receive. One of the things that I really like about the book, and Angel told me so, there's a section where you strictly dedicate photos. And they are wonderful photos of your mom and you and your grandma and so forth. But one of the things that me personally, what I do is that when I look at those photos of your mom, and I respectfully, like I say again, I look at her eyes at different ages, she tends to be very peaceful. And that's true. That's amazing. That's that's amazing. She she did carry well. It's a combination of a foundation of faith, mm-hmm. and then the comfort of knowing that that we are not alone, that we're guided and mm-hmm. directed. And she had received on the back cover of the book. There is a message that Wilma Jean received in thought. She was working around the kitchen one day, 
And these these words started to come into her mind. She had beautiful handwriting. She picked up a piece of paper and pen and just wrote this message out. And she felt that was this was confirmation that she had, should put these messages in a book. She was a little hesitant. Some of the information was a little personal. May I share mm-hmm. this message with your audience? Oh, yes, of course. Mm-hmm. Emptiness is part of fulfillment. Let your resources fill the void left so that distinction of your purpose can be found. Expression is always self-explanatory. Therefore, look inside and anchor all your beliefs beside those still waters that will take away your troubled view and renew your strength to recapture that which was lost but is now found to be adequate to pursue the course set before you. And as you reconcile your being to represent those qualities that have been left intact, God will see to it that although circumstances have been trying, to say the least, your weariness will disappear as clouds once removed allow the sun to shine to dispel the gloom and darkness that has pervaded your countenance. And as once described before, a token of this presence will be deposited to your account and books recorded in his name. That was a message she felt that confirmed that she should put these messages and teachings in a book. It's a beautiful, I mean, when I first read it, it's that sort of, remember I was telling you before we went on the air in terms of like, okay, that speaks to Wilma, but it speaks to me too. <laughs> and that is one of the one of the amazing things to me about these messages and teachings. It's like they apply to everyone who reads them. It's like the messages and teachings are woven with a universal thread. And I tell people, I say, when you get the book, read each message once as it was given for Wilma Jean and for myself. Then mm-hmm. read that same message again as if it's being presented for you and see what hits. And it's amazing what hits. Mm. So true. So true. Are there authors and books that serve as inspirations for you in your spiritual journey? I, I have come across and been led through a, a number of, of books. Uh, I went. I uh, enjoy the Edgar Casey books. There's a biography mm-hmm. on Edgar Casey by Sidney Kirkpatrick mm-hmm. that I think is the definitive biography on Edgar Casey. Uh, mm-hmm. There is a book called the Urantia Book, uh, mm-hmm. sponsored by a foundation out of Chicago. Urantia is their name for the earth. Uh, both of those books are posted on my website, spiritspeaks.com, and the great links page. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a book titled Initiation, uh, which uh, the, the woman uh, remembered a previous life in Egypt. And it just opens doors. That's, that's what you're looking to do. It's a progression. It's a journey. The Urantia book, there's a line in the Urantia book, and it says that we obtain knowledge, gain experience, and create wisdom. Now, obtaining knowledge and gaining experience requires a passage of time. I was doing a book signing in Lilydale, New York. We had talked about that. Lilydale is the world's oldest and largest community of spirit mediums and readers, 60 miles south of Buffalo. And there was a young young girl. She was 17, I think, and she was up there, and it was her birthday. And she, we got talking, and, and they ended up buying a book. And she said that uh, – I said, well, what did you get for your birthday? And she said, well, I asked for enlightenment. And I thought that was interesting. You know, she <laughs> she wanted it. Uh, you know, it's like I want right. patience, but I want it right now. 
<laughs> and you don't get patience right now. Patience is earned and takes a period of time. So she had asked for enlightenment on her birthday, but obtaining knowledge and gaining experience does require that passage of time and in interacting with people and going through life's events. And then you create wisdom from what mm-hmm. we have been through. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's what the messages and teachings in an angel told me. So really allow people to do is to help them create wisdom. Right, right. So true. By the way, you're listening to From My Mama's Kitchen Talk Radio. Our podcasts are available on iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitches Radio, Blueberry Podcasting, TuneIn Radio, Mixcloud, Podchaser, Listen Notes, and Hop Hopper. I'm Johnny Tan, your host, and my guest for this morning is Michael McAdams. Michael and his late mom, Wilma Jean Jones, co-authored a powerful book with messages from the spiritual realm titled, An Angel Told Me So, Wisdom That Speaks to the Heart of Humanity During Challenging Times. We're having a conversation about his remarkable life's journey and his collection of teachings on universal truths offering proof of divine existence beyond the physical, assuring readers you are not alone. Michael, why did you and your mom decide to share these very personal readings in An Angel Told Me So? Well, I, I believed it was just too powerful not to share, that the wisdom and the teachings that were given in these, in these messages mm-hmm. were, were so beneficial to anyone who reads them. And one of the amazing things in these messages is these spirit teachers repeatedly refer to themselves in first person. We feel, we believe, we advise. Our view encompasses more than your view can comprehend. Mm -hmm. Who talks like that? (laughs) I don't talk like that. (laughs) And on rare occasions throughout, as these messages were given, an I would make himself known. And the other thing is, in these messages, even though they were given from a a we or an our perspective, Mm -hmm. a plural perspective, many of the messages are signed with a singular name. Your loving guide, your loving spiritual teacher. Mm -hmm. Wilma Jean had a message to her that was signed, your loving spiritual counterpart. I have messages to me, addressed to me, that were signed, your spirit brothers, your spirit Mm -hmm. light interesting individuals. I would like to meet them in one of these days. I'm sure I will. Very interesting. How is the book important for our time? Well, for, you know, for the physical, for what we go through in this physical plane, this is, this is kind of just the side issues. Our journey, our evolvement, our enlightenment, I believe that's the most important thing in the life that we leave. We lead. And there are so many different sets of parents and social stations and and places on this planet where you could be born. You know, look at the children born to Bill Gates and Steven Spielberg. I mean, they'll want for nothing. I mean, granted, they'll have their challenges. But, you know, wealth and connections, it it makes things a lot easier. And then you have other children born to alcoholic fathers and drug-addicted mothers. You know, is it just luck of the draw? Is it just random? Did, you know, some people win the lottery and others not? Or are we born into lives and social stations and situations where we're given the opportunity to learn and overcome and deal with whatever it is we're supposed to learn in this lifetime? Now, you're you're talking about reincarnation, which I am certainly Mm -hmm. open to. 
And mm-hmm. I believe that 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 is is what we're destined to do is to live a life, to learn, to e- explore our our uh, options, to overcome, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and then to move on. That's true. That's true. Who will benefit most from reading An Angel Told Me So? Everyone. I believe every single person who has questions or doubts, or whether you're just just everything is hunky-dory and you're just peachy keen, (laughs) and you have no problems at all, Um, but you still need to know that we are not alone, that there are spirit guides and spirit teachers that advise and comfort and guide and direct us in our journey. Mm -hmm. Uh, The Urantia book talks about a personalized thought adjuster, and it says that at the age of our first moral decision, he said usually it's about four to four and a half years old, we make a decision that we, where we know right from wrong. And at that moment, a guardian angel, spirit teacher, personalized thought adjuster is assigned to us and stays with us throughout our entire life. These messages and teachings are a reflection of these spirit teachers and what they hold dear for our lives, and these spirit teachers, their joy is in our recognition of their existence. They can't do anything themselves on this physical plane except through us. Mm-hmm. And when we acknowledge their existence, uh, we have that pesky little thing called free will. Mm-hmm. We can accept or reject any advice or direction that we're given. And if we reject it, we normally do so at our own peril. You know, I knew I wasn't supposed to get involved with that person. I was told. My family <laughs> told me. I was told in my mind, and I did it anyhow, mm-hmm. and I wish I hadn't. You know, I knew I shouldn't have right. bought that car. <laughs> right. And it's, it's a lot of little things, and the confidence that people can feel by reading these messages and teachings and interacting with their own spirit guides and spirit teachers, and it's more of a confidence and confirmation that right. will give people that that anchor, if you will, to right. know that they're going to make it. It's going to be okay. Right. It's interesting because in reading the book, it's first of all, I'm reading it based on what the Spirit told your mom and you, right? Because this message was intended for both of y'all. And then I switched from a standpoint of, okay, I'm reading this because of my current circumstance my current situation or the things that I've been through or whatever. So it either helps me go forward or it validates the feelings or the things that I went through before. And either way, it gives me the comfort. I agree. I agree. And it's, it, it allows reflection. Mm-hmm. It allows people to, to look back and say, wow, you know, <laughs> I see what that meant right now. Yeah. Yeah. And these messages and teachings they they usually end with an extremely extremely relevant last line or a profound last mm-hmm. paragraph. Mm-hmm. And on my website, spiritspeaks.com, there's a television interview that Wilma Jean gave in Cincinnati. Posted on that interview is a sneak peek from Volume 2, which will be out first of next year. And that message that's posted on her television interview, this was the only time in a session where Wilma Jean was led to sit down and receive, that two different spirit teachers moved in in the same session, gave two different messages, and signed two different names. Mm -hmm. 
But this second teacher's message, this last paragraph, was extremely profound. May I share this with your audience? Yes, yes. He says, you are not as sheep herded here and there, but you are likened unto the lamb that is cared for individually, nourished and loved until the full and total development allows it to be master of itself. So is man so kept and denied only those things that would not in the long run nourish his spirit. God is all-wise and loving in his dispensations. We are not to judge the workings of our Father, nor are we to judge each other. Work always to improve your own beings, for in the end time there lies your soul, with all the nourishment that you have given it, totally dependent upon the outcome of your intentions. That message was signed, Your Loving Spiritual Teacher. Wow. Very, very strong. Very, very strong. Can you share with us how the messages you receive help you personally in your life? Again, it's more of a confidence and confirmation. Mm -hmm. Um, We're led, and I'm led. Right. Um, I'm led in, in various directions to either get involved with someone or not get involved. Um, I went through a divorce. Uh, my mother went through a divorce. Mm-hmm. Uh, I feel like God is saving me for somebody. <laughs> right. I've been kept right. alone, which is fine. It's, it's uh, mm-hmm. you know, uh, I'm sure there's a cute girl out there for me somewhere. Uh, <laughs> but I, um, you know, I feel that that it helps you to just be confident and comfortable in your situation there's there's so many people that they they're just dying to do something they 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 have to mm-hmm. have this or they mm-hmm. have to have that or or they're all they're really unhappy with where they're at right and whether it's their job their their personal relationship their situation and these messages and teachings just allow such a peace and a comfort within your mind Knowing yeah. that when it's when it's ready, it it will happen. You know they say right. that God answers all prayers. Sometimes mm-hmm. the answer is no, depending right. on what you ask for. And right. it's just like with our children, we won't allow them to have anything that's not in their best interest. That's not not good for them. Mm-hmm. Or in the long run, as as with our wisdom and and being older, we can see ahead that this is not something that's going to benefit them. And I believe our spirit guides and spirit teachers, they see that with us. Mm-hmm. And so just the comfort and confirmation that we have this guidance and direction whenever we need it. And they, they're one of the lines in this messages that, that uh, Wilma Jean had received, and, and it said that um, we, we appear with you as close as your heartbeat. And that's how close these spirit teachers mm-hmm. are to us. Mm-hmm. If only we allow and we listen. <laughs> that is that is the trick. I mean, yeah. To, yeah. to we don't have to obey. They don't require obedience. Right. But right. when we, uh, you know, it's 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 just like the parking spot angel. You know, a spirit guide, mm-hmm. spirit teacher. You're going to the mall around Christmas time. You don't want to. You know it's going to be packed and jammed, <laughs> and but you have to. You have no choice. Right. So you pull into the mall and you're driving parallel to the mall, and you think, "Well, I'm going to turn down this aisle and look for a parking space," and right. a thought comes into your mind, and it says, "Go up two more aisles and make a left." 
Mm-hmm. And you think, okay, I'm obedient. I'm I'm just looking for a parking space. What have I got to lose? <laughs> so you go up two more aisles and make a left, and you're driving toward the mall. No mm-hmm. spots, no spots, no spots, no spots. You get almost to the end of the aisle, and three cars back, a car backs out, and there's your spot. Mm-hmm. Now, who was it that told you to do that? Mm-hmm. And that's the kind of things that you want to listen to. Uh, It says, test the Spirit. The Bible says, test the Spirit. And give them a chance to prove themselves. They won't Mm -hmm. let you down. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I look at it as getting all the information so that you can make an informed decision. I like that. I like that. (laughs) And I agree. Because that's informed decisions. And mm-hmm. making smart choices, you know, better choices, you know, make right. better choices. And that's all that we have to do. I mean, we're on a path, we're on a journey. We've been born to a certain set of parents, certain social station. Our life is our life. Right. And it's a reflection right. of every choice we've ever made that has brought us to where we're at right at this moment. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it and depends to- on where you want to go from here. Right. And so true. The the way I look at it as well, I mean, people always say, well, you know, I don't have time or I only have X amount of time. But the final analysis is we all live in or within our comfort zone. So within that comfort zone is the time frame that we have to make that informed decision. So it's not. So what I'm saying is, in a way, it's an arbitrary number. It's not five minutes, three minutes, two minutes. I'm not saying that sometimes we're not in a time constraint, but many times we're not. It's well, it's more within our comfort zone, our upper and lower limits, so to speak. That's true. And time as we know it really does not exist. Mm-hmm. Scientists will tell us that time is really a series of moment points. And as we're talking right now, for us, the time is now. Mm-hmm. A week ago, whatever you and I were doing or whatever anyone was doing listening to this program was yeah. for them now. Mm-hmm. And the trick is to live always and forever in the eternal mm-hmm. now. Mm-hmm. I mean, there really is no time. But it's just a series of moment points that make up the existence that we're here at, temporarily. We ride mm-hmm. around in these bodies the way we ride around in our cars. Mm-hmm. It's just a vehicle for us to negotiate this physical plane. Mm-hmm. Very, very interesting. Very, very interesting. One of the things that was kind of eye-opening for me, it was the fact that you were the one that recognized the ability, the, the psychic uh, ability, so to speak, and your mom willingly followed you. How was that like? <laughs> it, it actually wasn't all that willingly. Uh, because of her foundation of faith and, right, and the influence right. of her mother and yeah. my uncle, John W. Sullivan, and her yeah. association with the church, she was a daily reader of her Bible. And yeah. as I had gotten into in, <clears throat> excuse me, into the, the, the psychic and the spiritual information and, and the mm-hmm. you know, Rancia book and Edgar Cayce and some of these yeah. various uh, disciplines, she was not all that sure about some of the things that I was involved in. And we would have discussions, and I would share information, and she would counter with information from the Bible. Mm-hmm. And one day, I, I asked her, I, sa- I, said, uh, I said, Mother, I said, can you have an open mind? Mm-hmm. And she said, yeah, I can have an open mind. 
So I actually took her to one of the the events where I had a table at the Psychic World in Cincinnati. Mm -hmm. And she met the people and saw that, you know, it was pretty much on the up and up. And and, and it was a, a combination of faith and spiritual that she recognized. And once she she opened her mind to this, she just mm-hmm. took off. I mean, she became, she was able to read people. She did readings herself. She taught mm-hmm. a series of classes on spiritual enlightenment. She mm-hmm. spoke to women's groups locally here. Uh, mm-hmm. She did her television interviews. She did a number of radio interviews. And once she opened her mind to the re- to the reception of this, then it's like it just poured at, poured into her. It just it just came through her, and these spirit guides and spirit teachers, as these messages and teachings went on, and the three volumes of a book an angel told me so cover a period of 22 years that she received these messages and teachings, and as this as the years went by, it's like these spirit teachers started spreading the word on the other side. And higher and higher teachers started moving in, giving even deeper and more profound teachings. And it's mm-hmm. evident as you read the progression of these messages from Volume 1 to Volume 2, which will be out first of next year. Volume 3 will mm-hmm. be out toward the end of next year. Mm-hmm. You can see that there are higher teachers moving in, and the depth and quality of these messages and teachings just touch your soul. Very, very interesting. That's Totally wonderful. Hey, this is just, you know, for fun. So she did say, well, son, let's step aside. Let me take over here <laughs> when she's connected with the crowd. <laughs> it, it wasn't so much taking over as just a, a no, joint No, I know. I was just teasing. I know what yeah. you're saying. Uh, no, there was no competition because I had received, I had received during out the, this, throughout this yeah, time. Now, yeah. she received where in these sessions she would actually see words and type these messages. Mm-hmm. I receive in thought. And I always mm-hmm. have. Mm-hmm. I've. Uh, this was not channeling for Wilma Jean, my mother. This wasn't channeling. Yeah. It wasn't automatic writing. She was taking dictation by the words that she saw. Mm-hmm. But I receive in thought. I was on a publisher's website mm-hmm. when I was looking for a publisher for the book, and they asked a number of questions about your work. Yeah. One of the questions that they asked was, what makes your material unique? Why would anyone want to read this? Right. And I thought... That's a really good question. I'd never thought about it before. And I'm sitting where I'm sitting right now at my computer, and I really didn't even ask for an answer. I just relaxed my mind. And an answer to that question was given to me. May I share this with your audience? Yes, yes. I mean, this is what I was given, and I take no credit for this whatsoever. <laughs> it, said, it says, the uniqueness of any material is in the manner in which it touches the soul. An open and searching mind pulls the soul and the body in which it inhabits onward and upward with hunger and determination in its quest for spiritual nourishment, ever mindful that the path upon which we walk is the path toward God. Lives lived, experiences endured, goals accomplished, and loved ones lost are all encounters upon that path. Strive always for the highest possible communication with our Heavenly Father. Believe in yourself as the Father within you is guiding, leading, directing, and comforting you upon this journey that we call life. Blessings be upon you as you walk your chosen pathway. That's, That's what I was wonderful. given. Wow. 
Powerful, very, very powerful. You're listening I take to no Farm credit Mind. for that at all. <laughs> well, but it really, it, it's sort of a, I'm not saying it's a command, but it's like a directive, you know, a comfort, knowing that, hey, I'm here for a purpose, and this is what you're going to plan to do anyway, and we're here to help you to facilitate the process. I agree. And these these spirit teachers, it's like what they allow is a a presence of purpose. Mm -hmm. People have Mm -hmm. no idea what they're here, what they're here for. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm here for a good time, not a long time. Right. Who knows why people are here? And if you have a presence of purpose in your life, whatever that presence is, maybe it's to raise your children and allow them. You know, they say that in order to be equal to your parents, you have to be better than your parents because they were mm-hmm. better than their parents. That's correct. Mm-hmm. You know, so may you're, you know, if that's your, your destiny and if that's what you're here for, there's, you know, that is uh, an honorable destiny. Right. But you need to have, or at least discover or be willing to know your, your presence of purpose, the presence of purpose in your life. Right. And these messages and teachings, I believe help people to discover that within themselves. Right. Well, and the purpose, as you accomplish the purpose, whether you are, for lack of a better term, you're showcasing it out there, it is an example for others to follow. And it doesn't have to be, you know, like we have to print five books, ten books or whatever. Your actions, the way you live, is an example in itself. I agree. I agree. And some people are just quietly, Mm -hmm. quietly... um, going about their life and inspiring people mm-hmm. in their own way. Right. And anyone that can, that, you know, once you, and you find enlightenment, once you find this spiritual wisdom and information in your life, then you can share that and you become the teacher mm-hmm. someone was waiting for. Right. So true. You're listening to From My Mama's Kitchen Talk Radio, our podcast, available on iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitches Radio, Blueberry Podcasting, TuneIn Radio, MixCloud, Podchaser, Listen Notes, and Hop Hopper. My guest is Michael McAdams. Michael and his late mom, Wilma Jean Jones, co-authored a powerful book with messages from the spiritual realm titled An Angel Told Me So, Wisdom That Speaks to the Heart of Humanity During Challenging Times. We're having a conversation about his remarkable life's journey and his collection of teachings on universal truth, offering proof of divine existence beyond the physical, assuring readers you're not alone. I'm your host, Johnny Tan. Michael, the book states there is always a light ahead, and the light that shines is the Spirit of God. How would you describe the Spirit of God? It's our Heavenly Father. It's the presence that fills us and guides us. And it's not necessarily a goal, Mm -hmm. but it's an avenue. It's an avenue of enlightenment and teaching. That's just coming into my mind. Um, We make our way upon this planet in these lives that we live. And a foundation of faith will help us to do that. There are some people that believe that we live this physical existence, and then when we die, that's it. It's over. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, others, people of faith, they believe 
<clears throat> that when we uh, when we graduate, like I said, there is no death; it's just graduation. Mm-hmm. That based upon our choices and the way that we have been in this blink of an eye existence, that for all eternity we're gonna you know, we're gonna be in a heavenly bliss or we're gonna be in eternal punishment. And I, that just never really made any sense to me. It just didn't seem to be logical that because people had made bad choices, had become involved with the wrong people, had had seen their life go into a downward spiral. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the time that we live in this physical existence, you have gangbangers in Chicago, you know, mm-hmm. shot on the street at 15 years old. Right. You have other people, you know, 25, 30, 50. They may live to be a ripe old age of 80 or 90. Mm-hmm. But in the great scheme of things, it's really just a blink of an eye in physical terms. Now, we, you know, those of us that have children, you know, our children make mistakes. They make bad choices. But there really isn't anything that our children could do that would make us want to punish them for all eternity. Mm-hmm. And I don't believe God loves us any less. So I don't believe that hell exists, although in on this planet, if you're yeah. born in communist China or North Korea or Venezuela mm-hmm. or Iraq or Iran, and you're living what most of us would consider a living hell in the right. lives that those people live, right. that could be the punishment that you endure for that lifetime. Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. once you graduate, you go to an evaluation period. You say, "See, <laughs> we told you you shouldn't yeah. have done that." And right. what did you? What have you learned, Dorothy, mm-hmm. from the Wizard of Oz? What did, What did you learn, <laughs> Dorothy? So once you learn, and then you can be better the next time. Mm. So true, so true. Do you have a connection with your mom's spirit? You know, I've I've been asked that a number of times. I have never yeah. really felt a presence of my mother. Okay. Uh, um, I feel that she knows exactly what I'm doing and that she's thrilled mm-hmm. with what I'm doing and happy with yeah. the uh, representation that I'm making. My sister, I told you, she's a flight attendant yeah. with Delta. She was on a layover in Orlando. Mm-hmm. And she was walking from her hotel to a restaurant, was walking through kind of an industrial area. And she said she suddenly felt Mother's presence right there with her. Mm. And she said she heard a a voice, not really a voice, but a thought in her mind. And it said, so this is what you do. So my (laughs) sister has experienced that. But I can't honestly say, I I, like that I feel like she knows Mm -hmm. we're together. Um, She's seeing what I'm doing. And I would imagine that if if I did anything she wasn't unhappy with, I, I would you know, probably, you know, no, mm-hmm. but because of what I'm trying to do in the representation of the book and these messages and to really help people, yeah. which which is the whole point of all this is just, just help as many people as possible to realize right. that they're not alone right. and that they have their own spirit guides and spirit teachers that they can contact that are mm-hmm. that close to them, as close as their heartbeat. Mm-hmm. And that information direction, guidance, teachings is available to them too. What universal principles do the spirit teachers weave into their messages? Uh, Enlightenment and love and an understanding, more of an understanding of 
what their teachings present mm-hmm. to what we're supposed and how we incorporate those teachings into our lives. There is um, on the on the website there is a message from the spirit teacher. I told you it was the first mm-hmm. of the uh, two teachers' messages that were received in that session. Uh, may I share this message yes. with you? Yes. with your audience and i think this incorporates one of the one of the most uh development teachings that mm-hmm. they have shared it says there is a res- resurrection period through which man must travel in order to come into the realm of things godlike you are to consume and digest all that is given here as this comes from one highly qualified to meet the needs of this generation you are not the sole property of yourselves God still holds the everlasting command over your being, and in him must one take refuge. You are to be considered as one who has been stripped of all belongings and left to die by the wayside. In this manner are you then open to any help that would be forthcoming. You are by your very nature ones who would depend on your own intellect to carry you through. However, by giving of your soul into the hands of God, do you prosper and develop more freely into that which denies the outcome of some situations, knowing full well that it is the hand of God leading and directing you so that you may arise victorious in the end. There is never a time when you will be without the Father, nor his ever-loving approaches, to see that you follow the path that directs you homeward. Take note that we say homeward, as your heavenly Father so resides in that vast, insurmountable environment of time and space, so shall ye abide in joint communication with him by the grace with which he covers you and by your ability to accept this grace and use it for your own development. There are others here who wish to make themselves known to you, so I will step aside for this time. My love and devotion follows you as you trot onward but ever faithful to your goal. That message was signed, Your Loving Guide. Now, his last, next to the last line mm-hmm. is, there are others here who wish to make themselves known to you. Mm-hmm. My question is, who are the others and where is here? Yeah. What do you mean there are others here? Where are right. you in relation right. to us on this physical plane? Right. I- inquiring minds want to know. Right. Like the right. National Enquirer ad. <laughs> inquiring minds want to know. You know, where well, are you in relation to us? Very, very interesting. Michael, the most important thing is when I read the book and over the years that I've done and talked with people with spiritual, uh, you know, that spirits has moved them. The interesting thing about, you know, I'm originally from Malaysia, uh, in Asia. And so what happens is that in Asia, I mean, I grew up in that, Sort sort of realm in the sense that people can connect with spirits fairly easily and so forth, right? Right. And you know, oh, what are you talking about? Western world? No, that's nothing. You don't do stuff like that. And in the course of over the years, I'm truly fascinated and very impressed with the. That's what connects all of us together in the end. We are the same. If that makes sense. It does, and and you're talking about a spiritual nature, spiritual mm-hmm. enlightenment, that it can exist all over the world in all That's cultures, correct. That's and correct. all civilizations. 
unless you're in mm-hmm. communist China. <laughs> and kind even of, then, you know, uh, when you talk about the individual basis uh, within, go. yeah, it, within communities and so forth, uh, there are people that connect. That's true. And, That's true. Yeah. I mean, and so no matter what, what the government says, we oh, yeah. still have our own thought system and our ability to choose. Precisely. Precisely. And the fascinating to me is that a long time ago, I read a book called God is a Verb by uh, Rabbi David Cooper. And what's interesting about that book was, it, you know, it, whatever you believe in, please stay with it because it talks about it doesn't matter where you are. It seems like somehow we're all connected and we seem to forget that. <laughs> That's true. And we're all on a path. Mm-hmm. We're on a path, we're on a journey of discovery and enlightenment. Mm-hmm. Some people get distracted, they they run off the path, they take a tangent, and they'll they'll take a tangent and then come to a realization, then come back on the path, and then they'll look back and they'll say, Well, why did I go the long way around? Why did mm-hmm. why didn't I just keep going? Why did I have to take that that tangent? It was their but- choice. But not only that, on the other hand, I believe that every experience we have is a lesson learned, so it's not wasted. Oh, I agree. And you don't want to waste a perfectly bad experience and repeat it. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> Learn from the experience so you don't have to do it again. And some of it is because the fact that you have to experience it, maybe not for yourself, but for others that when the students show up, you as a teacher has to be able to share your experience, real life experience, not some 10,000 books that you've read. <laughs> and you can identify with what they're going through. That's correct. And That's being correct. able to identify with that, empathize with that, and you make that connection where mm-hmm. those people say, well, this person really knows what they're talking about. That's correct. That's correct. And there's a big difference between an experienced person versus a learned person. Nothing is wrong being a learned person, but I'm just saying that it's a totally different scenario in this particular case. I just had a picture made known to my mind just now Uh of Uh someone with a flashlight standing in the darkness lighting a path and trying to show people the way. Mm -hmm. I mean, it just came into my mind just, just, just now that that's what we're doing here now is by that's sharing right. this information <clears throat> we're lighting the path and for others who not that other people are living in darkness that's but correct. we're lighting a path to say hey look over here you know mm-hmm. i i i feel like i'm a conduit of information mm-hmm. and if i need to be if my lot in life if my purpose is to be a signpost and to stand in an intersection where maybe five or six paths come together, and I say, I would recommend this path. I mm-hmm. would try this path. You're, you're free to go whichever path you want, but I would recommend this one. And here's information that you can take with you to uh, help you on your way. And that's what we're both doing. That's right. So true. I've always believed in that. Like I always tell people, you have to make the decision that you feel comfortable well within your comfort zone. I'm here just to give you all the information so that you can make an informed decision. And you are the one, because you, it's about ownership. <laughs> well, and uh, we're all a product of our choices. We have right. free will. And right. we are a product of our choices. And every choice we've ever made has brought us to this point right now. 
So true. Where can someone go to get more information about you, buy your book, and keep up with the latest happenings? Well, if they go, I would start with the website, spiritspeaks.com. There is uh, excerpts from the book. Excuse me. There are links to Balboa Press. Uh, The best spot to buy the book is Balboa Press. It's available on Barnes & Noble, Kindle, Nook, Amazon. If you scroll down to the bottom of the website on the home page, there's the picture of the book cover with a two-paragraph description that I wrote. Uh, Wilma Jean's picture's on the front cover, my picture's on the back. If you scroll below that, you'll see a link to the public Facebook page with excerpts from Volumes 1, 2, and 3 on the public Facebook page. And they can feel free to share that with their hundreds of thousands of Mm -hmm. um, friends and listeners. Fantastic. What is next for you? And by the way, please tell us about your spiritual parchment prints as well. The spiritual parchment prints are a set of writings that I wrote, actually two I wrote, One was a message dictated to my mind that I take no credit for. I had come home from work one evening. I used to – I owned a satellite dish company. I did Mm -hmm. satellite dishes, started with the big dishes, and Mm -hmm. then uh, with Dish Network and DirecTV, I had installers and had a store. Mm -hmm. Uh, Do we have time for me to share a quick uh, message that I received? So I had come home from work one evening, went upstairs to change clothes, and the words greatness and spirit came into my mind. And I knew it was incoming. So I opened Mm -hmm. a drawer, pulled out a tablet and a pen, and I was taking these words down so fast, I was scribbling to keep up. This was given as a personal message to me, but I feel like it applies to all of us in this work. Mm -hmm. And it said, Greatness in spirit shall touch the lives of many whom you will come into contact with. Hearts and lives will be touched and changed by your presence. Enable yourself, by the will of your being, to respect and respond to the changes in individuals as you become aware of the true potential of your spirit. In the eyes of God, thou hast made thyself worthy of all the riches and gifts of spirit that shall be forthcoming unto you. Be as you will in relationship to the Holy Spirit that inhabits and dwells within thy being at this time. Look always to the future with anticipation and gladness, for thou hast made thyself a living receptacle for the Spirit of God, and all good things shall come to thee. That's beautiful. Totally beautiful. That's a pretty good personal message to receive. Oh, yeah, definitely. I mean, I, you know, (laughs) I wish I had that coming in. (laughs) But I feel it applies to all of us. I feel that a message like that applies to all of us who are in this work. I agree with that, though. I totally agree with that. As we close this hour, since our show is about people, family, and living life, would you like to share a recipe for living with our listeners this morning? Be a willing receptacle. Be the willing receptacle that Wilma Jean was for 22 years in receiving these messages and teachings. Make yourself available to the guidance and direction the comfort and support that spirit guides and spirit teachers, your own spirit guides and spirit teachers, who have your best interests at heart, allow that information to come through and incorporate that into your life and all the decisions that you make. And I believe you will see a definite improvement in the direction of your life and your countenance. 
Fantastic. That's beautiful. Michael, thank you for the great recipe for living and for spending this hour with me on From My Mama's Kitchen Talk Radio. To all our listeners, please join me next Tuesday morning, November 24th. My guest will be Amy Newmark, the publisher and editor-in-chief for Chicken Soup for the Soul. To officially kick off the holiday season, Amy and I will be having a conversation about their latest release, Chicken Soup for the Soul, Christmas is in the Air. 101 stories about the most wonderful time of the year. For additional information about this show and future shows, please go to FromMyMama'sKitchenTalkRadio.com. Thank you for listening and have a blessed week. Michael, it has been a true pleasure, sir. Thank you again and have a very blessed Thanksgiving holiday to you and your family. Thank you, Johnny. Same to you. Thank you. Take care. Bye-bye.